Hey, folks. Sorry about last week. Legitimate. Legitimate, <laughs> sorry. Last week was long. You know what? I, I've listened to most of it. It's not nearly as uh, drony as I thought it. Never is, but man. Ooh, it's sorry. Three, it's three hours long. And if anything... Two straight yawns. Yeah, one yawn begets another. If anything, apologies for how late it went up. There were mm. some very legitimate technical difficulties piecing it together. It The audio kept glitching every time I would try and send it from my desktop to SoundCloud to get it on the feed. Yeah. And then I would test it, and it would be all fucked up sounding, and I'd have to delete it and reload it and start again. And doing all that around all the other shit on a work day, I just couldn't get it up. And I think it was Alan who was particularly he, butthurt that it was wasn't up by two. He was butthurt. Um, the commitment that we make is that the show will always air on Tuesday. There's no cutoff time, though. No, we've only had one instance where technical difficulties totally derailed that, so... Yeah. Today came close. I was panicking at one when I couldn't get the shit to upload, and I was trying to go back and reduce the file size... And then when I did, and I finally got it to work, and I listened to it, the intro music that always plays as the lead-in was playing over the Adam and Eve commercial. Ugh. And I had to go back and re reset all the different uh, channels and tracks. And then it was 2.30 before I knew it, and it was like, fuck, there's no time to listen to this and make sure it's no. okay. So if 34 sounds stupid... <laughs> It's it's because it it's was because it is. <laughs> it's because it is. But thirty five, our brutal, our final, God. our final Halloween movie of the uh, month here. It's what's cool is it's going to air the day before Halloween. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. Brutal man. We watched Rob Zombie's Halloween two. We didn't watch the first one because the first one's not free. The <laughs> the sequel was free on Hulu. And I can see why. Uh, it's brutal, and I told you that before we even turned. I know, it but I guess I had been. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I thought. I can, we we we'll, we'll let the episode speak for itself. Is where the Laughing Man was having a great deal of trouble. Yeah, it's a good horror movie. It's brutal, but it's 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 not poorly made or anything. It's got a good production value to it. I like the Mountain Man aspect of this. Yeah. this interpretation of. Uh, yeah, Michael Myers. Well, it's a true it's a true Rob Zombie sequel in that there's nothing about this movie that has anything to do with the uh, all of its predecessor films. But during the episode, we talked about our past characters. Mm -hmm. You uh, shared a new intimate tale. Oh yeah. We talked about um, Little Laugh Man strikes again. <laughs> Only this time, it, the joke was on the Little Laugh Man. <laughs> We talked about how you can figure out whether or not those boobs are fake. We introduced the Defend Florida with the fact checker Hickman. Defending Florida with fact checker Hickman. Uh, stay tuned for that either in episode 36 or 37. Got a lot of background noise. Very happy baby tonight. There's a lot of background noise. There was a an item that went missing that your mom was frantically looking for when we got here. Yeah, dishes were being done at one point. Dishes were being done. Otter's Whoa. chicken was being delivered. Hashtag Otter's chicken. Cold Cuts was super pissed off about a dog <laughs> Yorkie. that he saw outside. Yeah. Very dangerous Yorkie. May as well take this time to mention Post Malone and Riley Reed. <laughs> <laughs> they do make it a not a guest appearance, but yeah. an appearance yeah, per usual. We can hashtag them as we always do. Uh, this was a fun episode. Yeah. I, I, it's not as long as uh, last week, but it's, it's good, 
And I feel like it's a good wrap up to the Halloween month spooktacular that we did. <laughs> At no point did I do any s- silly horror music, which I might for this final I think one. We could do. Just find. I'm sure Randy Newman's written a nice little uh, Halloween themed. It's Halloween and it's gonna be spooky. You better watch out that the ghosts know it's a Klansman. <laughs> Cause I can be topical too. <laughs> there were some good people there in Charlottesville too. <laughs> Holy shit, he just took off his hood. Is that Brett Kavanaugh? <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> I've alienated most of the people gonna listen. They're probably gonna stop at the intro tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that. I always laugh. It's an old episode of South Park when Cartman goes as a ghost, but he just looks like a Klansman. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's been quite a few of those. Sure. Anywho, we'll, we'll leave you with that. I think it's a good intro and into it's a good episode, and uh, we'll roll with that. This, yeah. I'm sorry. This commercial. Have you not seen this? No. So it's it's called Marwin. Uh, it's as you can see, live action mixed with. Kind of like a G.I. Joe, but apparently what happened is the guy was beaten up and attacked by some Nazi, neo-Nazis. Like, it's not based in the 40s, but he, like, creates these characters in his head with these dolls in this little town of his as his way to cope. Hmm. Steve Carell. Yeah. So, I don't know. It could be really interesting. Leah saw the same thing. It looked really, really interesting, but... Yeah, sorry. Sorry we got derailed there in the... little intro to the intro there. Last chunk of it but the yeah the the gi joe dolls come to life kind of captured my attention (laughs) anyways this episode 35 we sorry about that too (laughs) stay tuned for some racist jokes on episode 35 of this pot thing of ours holla.com That's right, folks, all weekend long at adamandeve.com, it's Dildo Mayhem. We're slashing prices on all the dills, white dills, black dills, brown dills, pink dills. It's Dildo Mayhem. Mayhem. Use promo code TPTOPOD at checkout. Receive 50% off any one item. Free, free films. And a free mystery gift. And guess what? You also get free shipping because out of here, Dildo Mayhem. <laughs> yes. Just no, I'm just doing that for Burke. No, nah, well that and you actually we had a story that we've <laughs> we've been trying to tell for well, clearly not trying hard, but well there's a famous story that my mom has been really it's like she's like, You gotta tell this story in the pod. And it's just never organically come up. So, so let's just not so make I'm it just, organic. I'm just gonna force it right out of the gate. <laughs> 
this was a while ago. Me and Kristen and Brian and Banks and my mom and dad were all at a high top um, table on a Taco Mac patio having some beers. I don't even think we were eating. I think we had just literally gone there to drink beers. And uh, the way that the tables are arranged, we're not all sitting to where we can have a conversation because I think Brian and Dad and Banks particularly had sat in a way to see the TVs for whatever was on. So it's not like we're all facing each other and have a conversation. So some people are talking on this end of the table and other people are talking on this end of the table. And we're there for a while. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, my mom just yells, Hey, Roy, <laughs> which one of our boys was I pregnant with that time we saw that big old dick? <laughs> so just, the contextual, just like, <laughs> it's like, what? Like immediately, did, did, Roy, all, did Roy know? Yeah. Well, he knew the story. And immediately all of us were like, what the fuck are you talking about? And the I don't know the history that well. Uh, I'm, I've heard my dad tell it a couple of times, but I, I don't. I don't know the, the whole story. But it was just they were at a party, they right? Were at a, and they, they were at somebody's party, something along the lines of maybe a bachelorette or something along something yeah. like that. And a male dancer had been hired to come dance for the women. Maybe it was a birthday party. One second. Shut up. <laughs> Colt Cuts is mad Man. that there's a there's a Yorkie outside. He's trying to exert his dominance <laughs> over over the. He is like he zoomed in. Oh lord, is this? I can see now what you're saying. This is like, yeah, the, like the, the blood's not blood. Yeah, it's the like, blood's not blood. It's black. Like yeah. it's it's this is gnarls. But this just I'll come back to the story. Mm -hmm. This oh you know who that nurse is? No, that's the chick from Texas Chainsaw. I didn't see her right there. That ain't her. Yeah, it is. That's it totally is. Her. Wow. wow, coming full We've circle. Full circle on our final Halloween well, we, I, episode. We, we said when we did it, because well, I said she looked really familiar, so we yeah. went back and searched her IMDb there, and she was like nothing but gore. Right. This is her, she's one of those actors we've discussed many times that just said, if this is what it has to be, right. then I'm just going to do it. This movie starts where the first one ended. So that's Laurie Strode. She survived Michael but she's pretty, you know, brutalized, obviously, after the fact. She's all cut up, and and she's in a bad way. So the movie starts where the first one ended, and, and this God. is... <laughs> it's it's gory and gruesome, but it's a Rob Zombie movie. Like, if you got to kind of know what you're going into. I've seen, I've seen uh, two of his, and they were pretty, pretty disturbing. He doesn't hold back. The, the one thing that he lacks is, is good dialogue. Like mm. Quentin Tarantino knows how to write the word fuck into good dialogue. Yeah. Rob Zombie just, the people in his movies just seem to just say it uh, in unnatural ways. Just like, all right, yeah. Like, not every, people don't say fuck that, that much in a sentence. Yeah. When somebody in Reservoir Dogs does it, it's almost eloquent. <laughs> uh, the argument could be made the other way on that. <laughs> but I see your point. I see your Anyways. Point. The story goes with the big old dick. I believe it was Brian. That so they Burke were, was just starting to wonder. <laughs> I believe it was Brian they were pregnant with. So this this was, you know. Uh, yeah, she told early, me the party. It was something 90s. about a stripper. I remember that. There was a stripper that came to a party. I don't know what kind of party it was. Naturally, all the men went outside because they weren't really interested. It must have been a birthday because there was men and women there. None of the guys were interested in seeing this dude's dong. And I just, the story goes, and my, my dad kind of like was 
peeked in to see if my mom was all right. And he's like, <laughs> I forget the analogy he uses, but this was basically a baby arm holding an apple. Yeah. In terms of, <laughs> in terms of the, the overall yeah. dick size. And that's all there was to the story. They went to this party. A stripper came. He pulled out his massive dong. My mom was pregnant with Brian. Flash. That's yeah. that's it. Who's I pregnant with when the, I saw that big the, old dick? The funny, yeah, like whatever conversation she's having probably with Kristen and not with us, we're not privy to. And it's just kind of quiet. No one's really saying anything. And, hey, Roy, which one of the boys are I pregnant with that time we saw that big old dick? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, what the fuck? All right, we're going to need an explanation on this. Oh man, this you got me. You got me. Uh, it's Charlie Utter. Yeah. Well, you got me feeling weird about this one. I'm trying to. I just know what's kind of coming. That guy was in a movie, uh, Hannibal Rising. He played yeah. one of the dudes that eats Hannibal's sister, and it's those teeth that are getting me right now. He's in Thirty One. Like as far as Rob Zombie movies go. I think House of a Thousand Corpses is good up until a certain point, and then it takes a weird turn. But that's also kind of what makes it good because he goes from like something that could be real in terms of like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre type crazy cannibal family that kidnaps people. Yeah, that one was too much. But then he dovetails into this weird Dr. Satan supernatural element. Uh, but that's kind of what makes it good. Devil's Rejects was just violent for the sake of violent. Uh, I think his Halloweens are good because they're uniquely him and they're gruesome and they're they're good, you know, month of October horror movies. I'm glad to be wrapping this up. Personally, <laughs> I just I I'm not wanna, a horror guy. Do you want to do like a month of Care Bears for November? <laughs> what they just hit? Uh, I think I don't cow? know. Cow? I wasn't looking. Well, yeah, I'm just, I'm not saying we have to move over and do like I think it was a cow and they really did a number. I think, uh, I think we do Last of the Mohicans for November. <laughs> I think we do. <laughs> anything that's just not, oh, not, um, not particularly bloody. bloody. Um, we've, is that? Okay. Sorry, this one's going to be getting to me for a minute because <laughs> it's just. Well, and the downside, like the gore, it's not on the same level as Piranha. The upside to Piranha was it's that it was funny. Fucking stupid. It was yeah. stupid and funny and full of titties and Elizabeth Shue. There's not any fun nudity in this. This is just bloody and and gruesome. But the point I made before, if we watched the original Halloween as good as it is, it ain't it ain't a podcast movie. I don't know if it is or it isn't. I'm just thinking we can always switch to it. We've never switched mid. Well, actually, we have. What what was that movie? We switched mid. Like, like we watched a movie for 20 minutes and then we turned it off and switched to something else. Oh man, what was that? Our diehard fans are screaming at their their uh, radio boxes oh, right now. Oh god, we did. We started something we're like this is just We watched something for like 20 minutes and then we killed it and switched to something else. And I don't remember what it was. See, I guess this is back to what you were saying about the fuck. This last thing this dude's ever said for the past 2 yeah. 2 minutes of this film is fuck. Yeah, he's just yelling the word fuck. Yeah. Rob Zombie's mo- two most recent movies, The Lords of Salem and 31 in my opinion, were dog shit. Oh boy! So this is where Michael is. Uh, oh yeah, they're that's right. To. They're they're uh, coroners more or less, and they were taking Michael's body to wherever it's supposed. And you were to saying go. that Michael in this one is is huge. It's huge. He's I think it's a professional wrestler named Tyler Maine, I think, and he's a huge motherfucker. Well, take a pause. I don't want the small child to be seeing this when they come in the door here. Um, <laughs> 
All right, we will hit pause on uh, <laughs> the first eight minutes of Halloween 2. It's already really putting off the laugh, man. <laughs> Great disjointed lost. They lost a thing. Dad's never going to hear this. They lost some glasses. <laughs> what episode is he on? I have two, three, seven. maybe seven. Fourteen. He probably skips around, but anyways... So I'm going to press play on this mm-hmm. with a little bit of background noise because they're oh, still on the search. Yeah. Uh, this is already very disturbing to me. Because here, let, me, no, no, let me explain it, though. Let me, no, I'm just, let me explain it. Halloween, as we've discussed, actually is a film that scares me, the original. Yeah. Because it's something that could happen. Now, this guy looks like he's about nine feet tall. But having seen some Rob Zombie, the, the Devil's Rejects in particular, which mm. I could barely... I really didn't finish. There's a Texas Chainsaw face removal in that one, if you remember. Yeah, no, I, I, I like, I like a small child. I hid my face during parts of that <laughs> film, and now. We got uh, people falling in the house. Uh, yeah, but now you're combining that kind of like, uh, of yeah. like uh, Rob Zombie with, oh, I'm actually afraid of. Mike mm. Myers. So there's oh, like, okay. you see what I'm saying? Have it's you like, seen Mike? Have you seen the first Halloween that Rob Zombie made? No, because no. it's good. Like it's 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 brutal, obviously, but it's a good remake that that parallels the same story. Uh, the only thing that bothers me about it is the the acting's not particularly good with some of the early characters. You know, William Forsyth. He's in a lot of shit. He's the kind of actor where yeah. if you looked him up, <laughs> you'd know exactly who he was. Right. He just plays this like asshole who says fuck a lot in the beginning. I'm sure he does. <laughs> oh boy. This is gonna be fun, I think, for Kristen, because she has like she I remember her telling me that the the piranha episode was fun to listen to, but she said that one of the most fun aspects was was your reaction. She's like, I don't even know what's on the screen, but there's moments in that episode where you're like, no, 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 no. Like you're just like you're just freaking out, like and she's like, that was fun to listen oh, to. Oh like it. So just to be clear, oh, he did have a piece of glass. Okay, I thought he just ripped that person's head just off with his brute strength. He, uh, What's with the Michael Myers onesie? Why was why is that all? It was well, you see, know, uh, he's got he has no priorities when he escapes the home. He's just like I, I yeah, but I don't see I don't see a lot of oh okay now I'm seeing the white horse thing. This is a weird see. This is what I was talking about. Like Rob Zombie was like I'm just gonna make my own sequel. It has nothing to do with the original sequels at all, and. Mike Michael sees like his mother because Sherry Moon Zombie plays his mother sure. as an angel with a white horse. I don't fucking know what right. it means. And he's just trying to add a little. He's adding something artistic. Uh, whatever it is, value. he added is what made Lords of Salem suck. Well, this kind of reminds me of the first part two, where that one happens in a hospital as well. If I'm correct, sure. yeah. It was it was oh, really funny, bad. funny tie-in. You remember the little girl from two, three, and four? That's his niece. She's wearing the little clown costume. Yeah. She plays Laurie Strode. That same actress now plays Laurie Strode's best friend in these two movies. Oh, okay. She's not related to Michael in, in this series. It was just she's the right age to be a 20-something right. for these. And well, that sure enough is the lady from Yeah. Wow. She looks good for, you know, for her. For however long it's been. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, this doesn't entirely have to be about Laugh Man. Oh my God, it's the lady from The Help. I never saw The Help. Oh, that says a lot. 
Uh, I voted she's, for Stacey she's Abrams. Out, no, she's outstanding. <laughs> Understand? It was a joke. She she's excellent in that film. She mm. plays like one of the main uh, protagonists. A really really great actress. I've seen her in a lot of good stuff too. But she, in the Help, she has this great scene where she gets fired by Bryce Dallas Howard's bitch of a character in 1950s Mississippi. That's her. The girl in the bed is the little girl. I missed it. Hold on, I'm just waiting. Is she cut up too? Am I even going to be able to notice? I don't. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's 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 gnarly looking. She's gnarly. They're both gnarled. Yeah. Anyways, to to discuss something other than that, um, the the lady we just saw, she she's a fired maid. So to get back at this particularly nasty, you would have. I think you would have trouble watching it because hmm. the help is like one of those movies where it's like this is probably exactly what it was like. And sure. Holy shit! Like, yeah. Even though it's not even close, it's just enough of what it's like. But to get back at her, she makes she's famous in this town of Mississippi, Jackson, for being an excellent cook. Uh, I know this story. That's why she's so in demand. So, yeah, she takes a shit in the chocolate, and she combines it in some chocolate mm. mousse and feeds it to these people. And <laughs> Hilly, the mean-ass bitch that is Bryce Dowd, how it eats two slices in the rest of the film. She's two-slice Hilly. It's just... The thought of that is... is kind of thing always makes me happy kind of a disobedience in like the worst most oh, petty yeah. way yeah but the only thing you have is petty yeah like you can't really do anything about in 1950s 60s jackson right well so that's the why the only I, option to you is to take a dump in someone's pie <laughs> that's why when you asked me what my last meal would be i was like whatever will give me instant diarrhea just to just to fucking give the dude that kills me an extra oh, yeah. an extra job to do oh yeah <laughs> like um, like give me instant diarrhea just just for spite i for me it, i wouldn't i have to think about it that that's just a guy who's working man i should really <laughs> Fuck him. You know, I, I know, I know. You could see. Oh, what happened? She's. What the hell? I don't know what happened. I'm not. I've not been. She's just catching a nosebleed. Why is she screaming like that over a nosebleed? All right, this is not. This movie's gonna be tough. Because <laughs> Michael's not even in this scene. I'm not sure what happened. I didn't. Oh, oh he. Oh, okay. he cut her. Cut her from. Well, in the. I don't know about the original Halloween. I, I, I actually fell asleep last night watching it, which, wow, baby which crying, always happens. Well, I heard a thud. so I, She probably took a tumble. Yeah. In the first Rob Zombie Halloween, he escapes the mental home, and in the mental home, they're wearing the open back you know, robes where your butt is exposed. And so he, he steals clothes, you know, a la Terminator, yeah. from a dude at a truck stop. And I forget where the mask comes in. Isn't this play. a little bit too old school about the black folks gone going first here? <laughs> like this is the first outside of that guy getting his head ripped off, he was already dead. Well, I don't know. You want to write Rob Zombie an email? Ask nah, him I don't if he's know. Ask I would just, him I would just hope for something better. You know? <laughs> I think it was because we were just talking about the help, and I love her character in the help, and now it's like I can see that this is just this. Oh man. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm numb to it. I should have eaten. I should have eaten. I should have eaten. I'm numb to this because I've seen it a handful. Oh, oh, oh! This is just one turn to the next, and he dangles her off. This is hard. <laughs> see, this is hard to do. See, Kristen famously used to be terrified of watching horror movies. She couldn't watch them; they freaked her out. And she, at some young age, she forced herself to watch The Exorcist like several times to mm. just kind of uh, acclimate or numb herself to the the 
the the thing you just did where you have to look away. Yeah. And so now she can watch anything. And well, some of the descriptions of what you've said she she watches. Well, just... some of what she watches is terrible in terms of filmmaking. And and she did quit watching certain things that were just too brutal. You're getting blown up over there. Man. <laughs> um, but. Once I've seen, like, I'm, I guarantee you the first time I watched this, I had the same reactions you do, but I've seen this probably nine times. Yeah. So. The thing is, it's campy in its own way. Yeah. But it's just like that kind of just gratuitous, just slasher stuff doesn't do it Yeah, for this me. would this would have driven Tipper Gore insane. This would have been. <laughs> let's go political with it right now. But let's take it like 20 years in the past. Yeah. What would yeah. Tipper Gore think? Like, my goodness. There's Forget- another segment. So we have our new, you can introduce your, your new <laughs> segment you wanted to talk about with Brian. Yeah. Which I, I had a thought about that. Yeah. Um, but I'm well, the segment we were just talking about could be what would Tipper Gore do? <laughs> she would have definitely put a little black and white sticker on this movie. Mm. Parental <laughs> advisory. And I think my chicken is here. Probably going to have to hit pause. I don't think I can eat chicken and watch this. <laughs> so tell us again about your testicles. <laughs> I don't have any. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> um, this guy. He's been in everything. And I think he was born with a mustache. Yeah. I can't think of anything else he was in. but Oh, he was um, he was the preacher in Fried Green Tomatoes. Um, hmm. It's kind of a deep pull. I, he was I, in Glory, one of, the, one of the mess officers that wouldn't supply the um, the black folks' shoes in the 154th. Mm. Well, you you just named two that I would have never picked. I'm, I'm picturing him other, in other things, but I believe you. I'm not saying I don't. He's just been in some big movies, so for him to... Why does he lock her in? Well, she... She managed to get away from the hospital and from Michael, and she got down to the guard shack. Are there guard shacks at hospitals? I would assume. And Not uh, with those kind of gates on it, though. He he locked her in so he could go for help. And The beginning's rough and brutal because it's it literally like Halloween 1 just ended. Everybody's at the <laughs> hospital. It's like night. It's like the it's been 24 hours since they finally got away from Michael and could breathe the fresh, you know, Breathe the fresh or fresh air. Mm. Yes, yes. <laughs> my, I stumbled over my words. And he's already made his way back. From what I remember, though, this kind of comes to a head and then bursts. And then it's so many years later and everybody's kind of recovered and life's kind of back to normal. And that's that's when uh, that's when you see like the. The Rocky Horror Picture Show costumes because people go out on Halloween and shit. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy, didn't make it. <laughs> this is just. <laughs> I get, I, eat half I get a my, kick out of how bothered you are I by just, it. I eat half my uh, my roll just because I knew I I didn't want to be too. I, I want more to eat. Bring me more food. Stomachly invested <laughs> in what I'm about to see here. I don't my I don't my stomach doesn't turn at visuals. The only thing that really bothers me, and I experienced this at my first you know physical in two years the other day. Whenever I go do a physical, they draw blood because they want to look at your enzyme levels in your liver and your kidney health, and they can see all that in your blood. And I I can't watch them do the the IV to to draw it, and I have to talk 
while they're doing it, because if I hear my blood going into that vial, <laughs> that sort of faint PP trickle sound, yeah, the room will start spinning. Oh, really? I have no problem looking at blood, but if it's my blood, they came into the physical here. The lady had to draw blood for insurance purposes, and I have to give her credit. I was like, I had this done several times. That was so smooth. Well, the great thing Can about I say something about that real yeah. quick. So it's this lady. We're doing a life insurance policy. Maybe I, Leah might be trying to kill me. I don't know. It doesn't matter now. It's been approved. <laughs> but they had to come draw blood and take some other things. She takes the blood. What's the payout? What does she get if you croak? I mean, she knows more about it than I do. That should say something. <laughs> but uh, you should, you should. the thing about it was, this lady, they, so they said, we're going to send a nurse by your house, right? You should let Legion smell your food before you eat it from now on. I might. <laughs> I might. Oh, I see. So it's all a dream sequence? More or less. She just kind of woke up from the nightmare of the final steps of that night. And what you realize now is it's a couple of years later, I think, or maybe six or how maybe a year later. And she's an adult now and she has uh, a place with some friends and they all want to get dressed up for Halloween. And uh, anyways, so. Oh, yeah. So what I was saying, we're sending a nurse by your house. I was like, okay. It's one year later. One year later. (laughs) This lady, this nurse who works in the medical field is now going to be taking my measurements, my readings, drawing my blood so that I can get approved for this insurance was, had to be the most out of shape person that's ever been a nurse in the history of nursing. And I've Mm. seen some big nurses, you know, and they're... She was like, it, she couldn't, so you've been in this house. Yeah. She sat in the car for a minute, like she was having to like build up the, the strength when she saw that one step up and then one step in. Yeah. Which for an old, we've had old people here. I understand old people, like an 87-year-old woman, an 88-year-old woman looks at that and she's like, oh. But she she gets in, she's, and all she had to say was, that's a high step. And I was like. Yeah, sorry. This is where I live. There's not much I can do about it. And she... <laughs> and she said, so I want to sit down. And I said, okay, by all means. You know. Should I draw your blood? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I kept thinking that. I was like, this is the person? Uh, ma'am, I'm not much of a salesman, but I'd like to tell you about a little something called life insurance. <laughs> if you don't have it. Maybe. You probably won't be able to get it. <laughs> I mean, you're the determining force and whether or not I'm about to get it now. And actually, some underwriter sitting at a desk. I'm going to have determined. to ask you not to let any chicken grease or bacon grease drip into my blood between here and wherever you take it. <laughs> she texted me like three days later and was like, they wanted me to do an EKG and I forgot. Can I, when's your schedule? And I was like, so this was, a, this was a Jewish lady. Is that what it sounded like? <laughs> no. <laughs> I get the joke you make. <laughs> yeah, anyways. She took she took blood. I guess I'm okay, but I do need to go to the doctor. To your point, we were talking off pot. It's been a long time since. I've been a dermatologist recently, but not like a doctor doctor. Well, yeah, my, my doctor's pretty good about calling and saying like, hey, you're due for a physical. And I think I kind of blew it off last year. And like, you haven't been, we haven't done blood work on you in two years. You kind of need to come do that. Like, yeah. All right. Yeah. Probably Probably good. Uh, <laughs> I thought that Peter Griffin disease, though, where it's like you avoid it because you don't want to hear what they're going to say. 
Yeah, well, and I have that too because for a while there, every time I had a weird ache or pain and I would investigate, it's like, well, you're going to need major surgery. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, really? Why? Well, your gallbladder is just turning into mush. I'm like, all right, well, let's schedule that, I guess. And then a year later, like, I feel like I'm going to die from the waist down. Like, well, yeah, your appendix is about to rupture. All right, what do we do about that? Well, we have to take it out. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. I remember seeing my doctor after that, and he was like, well, you know, I know you have uh, some anxiety around this topic, but just to put it in perspective for you, so just so you know, you're out of organs you can lose. <laughs> he said, spleen, maybe. That's a maybe. <laughs> and people do live with one kidney. He said, but what you have left, you kind of need to try and hang on to. Yeah. It's like, listen, I didn't decide for my appendix to uh, get inflamed and... The gallbladder thing is genetic more than anything. Yeah. I do want to apologize. We're going to have some background noise in this one. we got some, some family in this town. This is episode 35. If people aren't adjusted to that, yeah, maybe that's why we lost Superfan Midge. Yeah, background noise. <laughs> that might be it. That are just generally living a much happier lifestyle in New Orleans. The bad joke I made when you were doing what was obviously an old black lady's voice. <laughs> and I said, so this is a Jewish person? <laughs> Reminded me of, of a, a very funny story. It's kind of racial, but it was funny. A tattoo artist buddy of mine that worked at a shop and he's never a good caveat, <laughs> but continue. It's never good. It's like, this is kind of racial, but I'm going to roll with this. Well, well, no, it was just, it, was, it kind of more so plays on the stupidity of the guy asking the question. A tattoo shop in East Atlanta that a buddy of mine worked at for years. Um, the counter guy, every tattoo shop has a counter guy or a counter girl that's just there to take appointments and, you know, make sure people pay for their piercings and shit like that. And usually the counter guy is responsible for taking the cash from the store and depositing it at the bank when the shop closes. Well, tattoo shops close at like 11 p.m. Sure. Um, and the counter guy at this shop in the East Atlanta Village got rolled one night walking to the bank and got all the shop money stolen from him. And so my buddy that works there was telling one of the other tattooers, he was like, hey, last night, uh, uh, so-and-so got robbed walking from here to the bank deposit spot. You know, he had the leather bag. He was just going to go drop it in the night deposit and walk, and they got rolled, and they, they stole everything from him. And the other tattooer says, well, shit, who did it? And he's like, two old Jewish ladies. <laughs> and the guy's like, are you fucking for real? He's like, yeah. He's like, seriously, two old Jewish ladies robbed robbed John with the shop money? He's like, no, you dumbass. There's black guys. <laughs> two old Jewish ladies. It's like, no, we're in fucking East Atlanta. Yeah. Who do you think did it? <laughs> was Pretty Paul- good joke that he, like, doubled down. Yeah, totally. One's name was Ethel. <laughs> It's like, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> just just based on who robs people in, you know, three square miles of, of where we work. Who, who I just stopped myself from making it even was. worse with like a, a, a big Eastern European accent. You there. <laughs> you know, just stop. We don't need to do it. We don't need to do it. <laughs> you there in the flat brim hat. Turn around or I'll stab you. Give me your wallet. In your money bag. We know what you do. You mark up the skin. You can never be buried next to us. <laughs> Give it up. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, this was, shit, this was probably like seven or eight years ago. East Atlanta Village is a little bit different now, but back then it was like, 
Yeah, you shouldn't walk alone at midnight in the East Atlanta Village with a sack full of money. You're basically yeah. spray painted a target on your back made out of, you know, whatever Timex uses for their, their watch glow at night. Like, like it's a bad idea. I have a small beef with this uh, setup we have in this film so far. Okay. So those two ladies were in that hospital cut up from, like, M- Michael Jackson's coats, like yeah. zippers. Yeah, heavy stitches. I mean, this isn't, yeah, these are like, they look like baseballs. Yeah. Now they're, like, just cool and just like to just hang out and go to the music store. Like, well, you she, never. Well, she works there, to be fair. Don't care. And the other two were not part of that. These are her roommates that. That's the girl who got her face cut no, up. No, no, no. The red-haired girl dancing is, that's Laurie Strode. And she's got some scars, um, but the other two are her new friends. They're not Michael Myers' victims. Really? She yeah. I thought I saw some facial scarring on that dark-haired girl. Well, I mean, that might be unrelated, but the girl in the hospital bed who was his niece in the original series, she is the sheriff's daughter, which is also kind of true to the original, and that was not her. These are her friends. All right. And those Still, are, those don't are care. Laurie Strode would never be... <laughs> the char- there, there wouldn't be a... Char- Just ask yourself, if you had been in Laurie Strode's position when this film started... Yeah. Can you take a nap? I would probably move to, like, a very busy apartment building in, like, New York City. Like, wherever the most people are. I'd move to one of those gigantic cargo ships. Let's see, let's see that onesie with a knife. But that's isolated. And <laughs> I wouldn't want to be isolated. I would want as many people around me at all times. This is why, as a thirty-one-year-old, no, adult, that's just it. Just creates more victims for him. To, that's how these films work. <laughs> Fuck those people. They might help. They might die. <laughs> they might be the trash can I throw behind me as I'm running away and that he trips over. But it's like it's it's why I fall asleep with the TV on. The sound of voices in the room is comforting to an extent. I guess I just totally disagree. I mean. I, I mean, if you're her and you've been victimized to that extent, the last thing you need is to go be isolated in the middle of nowhere. You'd be scared as fuck that around every corner was a giant steak knife or butcher knife. What does he use? Uh, well, he's in, so far in this particular film, he's used a piece of glass. He's <laughs> used a steak knife. He's used a butcher knife. He's used well. And if you if you look up the axe, if you look up the behind the scenes on the walrus guy um, photos of this movie, they dramatically oversize that knife big time. Yeah, like they take the classic Michael Myers kitchen knife and beef it up on steroids. Like they make it huge for visual effect. Yeah, it's getting me. And. I'll Over the glad. course of the year, he's turned into a, a hobo vagabond. Yeah, how does... <laughs> he's got long hair, like even longer than yours, <laughs> and a mountain oh, man beard. Oh, man, he went like he's a real person now. Yeah. yeah. He's got no mask. Well, well I that think... would be smart, because if you went around in the mask... Yeah, people are going to notice. Yeah. <laughs> Especially as, as beat up as it was. I think he does... That's I think... like my optimal beard. Really? Yeah, I could never have it. You could. I have the uh, hair. I couldn't have that because his beard actually grows here. My beard doesn't grow in these spots. No. Um, yeah, I don't. I sh- like how that's like. This isn't. This, this isn't, is your. This is your. Uh, this is what. Are you, this is your kryptonite. Yeah. Like your whole face looks like fucking Santa when he was nineteen, <laughs> but this part right here. Yeah. This it doesn't grow. It's baby smooth right there. That guy's in a lot of movies. 
Is he? That guy, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. That's the guy from Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. I was thinking 30 Days of Night. He plays a pretty cool, pretty cool Zambi- vampire he's, killer. He's probably my favorite character from Sons, uh, Bobby the Treasurer. I haven't caught on yet. I watched the whole thing. Just it's like True Blood. It's mm-hmm. Like I no, definitely haven't caught on to that. It's one. like I feel like this is this is terrible, and I made fun of it the whole time. But I got sucked in. These people deserve to die. If you've got like thirty deer m- moose racks on the front of your your truck, I don't know what you're. Hey, you stupid slimy dick! That's a line from this film. <laughs> I told you, Rob Zombie might be great at making a horror gore film. He is not good at dialogue. Stick to songs and visuals. I would actually be more interested in seeing this film if I knew he wasn't going to don the mask again. If I could see the big bearded Viking go around. Uh, I don't, honestly, I don't remember if he does or doesn't because a lot of the movie, he's got that hood up. And so all you kind of see is long hair and beard. Uh, he, I think it does kind of come down to sort of that horror movie cliche where he makes his way back to his childhood home and there's a mask uh, there's there. a William Shatner mask in the floorboards or something and yeah. he pulls it on well I don't know how we're ever going to get back to Blumpkin the Elf after this <laughs> Christmas <laughs> Blumpkin the Elf Blumpkin the Elf loves Halloween I can make you feel good two ways <laughs> you know how good it feels to take a shit it feels great. Preferably, I like it to be a little bit, you know, strong and dense. I don't like runny ones. <laughs> you gotta feel like there's a real log coming out. You of can't your have otters the night before if you want to meet old Blumpkin. <laughs> no, I had a. And then I'll put your penis was, in my mouth. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm loving the beard. I just, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking. Oh, he does. He does have it. Yeah. <laughs> no. But I was thinking. I was thinking about tonight, and I was looking back through some old stuff. And oh, 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 oh. Well, and, they, uh, they did beat him. So. Yeah, no, I mean, they had it coming. These I wonder are, if he gives her a little mercy for stopping it, but I doubt no. it. No. In the history of Michael Myers' victims, these are the, the first three where you're like, well, they, they kind of deserve it. Yeah. Because they were, they were just driving out on a country road and they saw what looks like a homeless mountain man. They're like, uh, let's go hit him with a tire iron. And a bat, baseball bat. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, I. Uh, my, uh, I don't know where I was going. Yeah, I was thinking about past characters, and I just had like a mental flashback out of nowhere mm-hmm. to Kills Mini Bear. Well, you realize Kills Mini Bear was a character we referred to. We never actually did the voice of Kills Mini Bear. We did well, the, we did. We did the voice other, of the guys who hate Kills Mini Bear. I hate because, Kills Mini Bear because he gets all the ladies. <laughs> well, like this is an interesting, the dragon cut, like drag, drag, cut, drag, cut. But yeah, I would like to compile. Our podcast characters, Blumkin the Elf being the newest one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no, no! I don't think he. Well, maybe. No. Well, okay. Well, he turns the dog into pizza. Uh, uh, <laughs> you said that that was in the. I don't remember. I haven't watched this in a while. I do want to. That's go. that's the other girl, by the way, the one at the table. That's, yeah, that's what I, I saw her before, and I thought that was the same girl in the. No, that's her slutty friend that was clearly wearing no bra with a very tight shirt. Oh, she was hot. Rob Zombie, for all his faults, he does know how to capture that, like, perfect female aesthetic for his 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 film. He knows his crowd. Yeah. It's like, let's give him a little bit of, you know, low-waisted jeans with the thongs sneaking out a little bit. And 
And that like that B cup titty that's that really shows through the tight T-shirt. Like, t- <laughs> they're perfect teardrops. Too. Yeah. yeah. Like we're not going. We're not. This isn't a fucking carnival. We're not doing huge, you know, gazooms. We're well, I think we'd, let's let's focus. I think I do want to kind of transition because I'm, I'm getting it's OK. This is what happens with some of these films <laughs> is that yeah. I've never seen this. Right. So the problem we have with some of these films is that I haven't seen it. I, I have a couple questions in this scene. What the hell was on his slice of pizza? That looks weird and off putting. The other one looked like just beef or something. Well, and what kind of a sheriff has hair that long? I'm, I'm pretty sure that's against regulations. Yeah, I don't think that would be. Oh, come on! He did kill the dog. No, no, Brent! <laughs> what is he doing? You asshole! I don't remember. You ass! You dog! Oh, oh. Maybe he's going gonna to eat it. Yeah, he's going to eat it. He's eating the dog. Well, I hate you. <laughs> I hate everything about you right now. He wasn't Can we a- turn on a Disney film for the last hour of this? <laughs> well, you know, it, it, what's he supposed to eat? I don't know. He's, a He's homeless clearly just going around eating dog. And that dog might have been a shitty dog. <laughs> it was a shepherd. <laughs> yeah, but he was a blackish, brownish one. Anyways, we don't, when I don't see these films, I get caught in because I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I and He's just this. making this in. This is just, this is putrid. <laughs> this is putrid. This is I foul. told you. And the way they're rolling it into her getting sick over her pizza. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about characters. I think <laughs> this bitch is who we need to talk about right well, yeah, now. I want to, like, I, uh, it was 34 episodes. I can't remember This bitch all. should be institutionalized, not eating pizza and working at a record store. Well, yeah, like, if you've been cut up as bad as she had, I don't think you could eat pizza. Like, this reminds me of my forearm from last year. Like, I wouldn't be able, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be able to get it down. But there's the this bitch guy. There's Kells Mini Bear, Blumpkin the Elf, <laughs> Randy Newman. Even though he's not an original character, I wrote this soundtrack for Halloween too. But Rob Zombie said no to you. <laughs> Michael Myers is gonna kill you, and then he's gonna eat your dog. And your dog happens to be a shepherd, too. So now you kind of feel like doo-doo-doo. That poor dog was helpless in a kennel. Couldn't do anything about it. Nom, nom, nom. That's the dog going down my throat. Okay, Mr. Mr. Uh, Newman, we're going we're gonna to stop you. We're going to go with a different direction on this. I got diarrhea from dog meat, too. <laughs> That's better. Let's talk about that. Uh, I'd have to go back. We, we've we got the brothers. What um, brothers? The, the, Dan, the Dan and Dan. Oh, Dan and Dan. Dan and Dan up there in the Dan. Finger Lakes. Always Dan Dan. We got the fine folks at Padriac's Bar and Grill. <laughs> From the same region. No From what? the same region, even though they're right down the street here. Mm. I don't know. We got we got lots. There's a lot. I mean, I feel like. I just uh, feel like what your, 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 your old man kept asking. He's very excited. About yeah. this upcoming one-year anniversary, and I just feel it's like uh, we should have something along the lines of those characters. Some like you know, all great artists. I'd love to have an assemblage of some kind of outline of what these people would look like. And well, I mean, going like way, way back, there's Juggalo Andy Griffith. Yeah, of course, we got the whole cast and crew of of uh, Dirty Mayberry. <laughs> You know, um, you know, when people, when there are newcomers to the podcast and they just tune in to the most recent one or two, I'm like, no, you have to go back to yeah. the beginning. There's so much good shit um, in those I'm, early I'm episodes. Kind of, I'm kind of giving it a gander right now because that's kind of what happened. And I, 
you know, I peruse these things. Well, yeah, when, while, you know, look through our episodes, see what, what kind of crops up there. But outside of that, since you didn't do it earlier, and I want to talk about this on the pod, so you need to see it. I want you to Google image search. Yellowbeard. <laughs> Yellowbeard's the docking, docking adventure. adventure. That's Which, prob- by the way, that's one of my you favorite actually, titles. You actually, I don't know, I don't know what the dates. And, and you're Yellowbeard, if that, <coughs> if that didn't come through. Yeah. The, I, I, I watched the new Jim Jeffries. Yeah. And he's got a few. It's tough to see when they, which ones came yeah, out. Yeah, because Netflix is like, hey, how many of these can we shit out in one year? And the thing about him, he'll have mo- stretches of funny. Like, I, I did I did watch the uh, the new Ron White. Definitely had some five to ten minute stretches where it was good, and then it would kind of fizzle. It's, it was like that. It was like hot and cold. Because yeah. I remember Kristen kind of tuned out, and then when she tuned back in, she's like, what's, what's the joke about duck pussy lips? Yeah. That one... It was actually where I stopped. I was like, I'm going to go to bed. That's just, that was just dumb. Like, what, what is that? But then I he tells the gym, that great story about getting a blowjob from with 150, 150 dudes. Which dudes. was and the thing about, okay, so what's great about Ron White is you get the idea. Yeah, that's true. He definitely got his dick sucked by 150 dudes. Yeah. And has just come to terms with it because they were cheap. It was five bucks. And if you can't tell in the moment, eh. <laughs> a mouth is a mouth and a tongue is a tongue. <laughs> no, I was watching Jim Jeffries and he he just it went it was all over the place, but he went from hyper political one minute to much like our show talking about I'm kidding uh, you've probably seen it. He spent no, a solid 10 minutes talking about docking <laughs> and went into like that kind of really descriptive detail of the act <laughs> itself like and he was like because he's like anyone know what docking is I think there's like a small reaction in the crowd and he's like yeah. good good <laughs> num 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 like he was ready but it's when one gay man takes his penis oh, are you getting caught into it I just I don't why remember. does he why does she do this I think she's dreaming I don't I haven't watched this movie in over a year I don't this is what would happen this this, this is what happens in the first movie what this this is exactly what happens in the first. She movie. loses her mind like this too. No, this is what Michael did as a kid to his mom, to his stepdad. Oh, to his yeah. Okay, <laughs> but I haven't. Yeah, it's a dream. I haven't watched this in <coughs> a year, maybe maybe more. But I mean, this was this was one of the movies that I think Kristen and I saw in theaters and bought on DVD right away and watched every Halloween for a couple of years. But <laughs> some of these. Some of these titles, man. Laughing Man's Bush Deception. <laughs> Alone in Wartime. Those guys are characters. Alone Time in Wartime. Alone Time in Wartime. You gotta jerk off in the bush real quick before you die. The Randy Newman Fog, of course. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. I just figured, you know, Boof. All the great hits. Blumpkin. Cold Cut's character in himself. I'm Blumpkin the Elf. I like Blumpkin because his voice is the easiest to do. Yeah, it's not as fun as Randy Newman. It's not cha- It's not going to challenge Strange my throat. Strange things are happening to Blumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> Strange, which makes you, a lot of sense. You zoned out before on the movie, and because I have uh, to, I have to. You right missed now. when I went. Does this feel as good as I think it does? I've never had this sensation while I'm squeezing a turd out my butt. Nobody will do this for me. I'm the one that does it for everybody else. I haven't. Um, I, I don't know if I should do this. 
I don't uh, have you permission. You haven't cleared it? What do you think? I, I you know... I could keep it PG. Wait, you know what? Continue on. Let everything me, let me... you texted me is, <laughs> is PG. And as far as what you have personally revealed in 35 episodes of this show, this is tame. There's no, there's no children involved. You know, I'm not even going to text it. We're going to call. <laughs> We're going to get... Oh, speaking of that, Kristen wants to yeah. be called. Hi. Hi. Uh, quick question for you. Uh-huh. Am I, am I being recorded? Yes, yeah, you're, you're on the pod. live and on the pod. Hey, everyone. And this just, is, just this to is be my clear, wife, Lee, just, just be clear, whatever he's about to ask you, I already know about. <laughs> okay. Just... About to pod a little story. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just wanted to run it by and get kind of uh-huh. a validation. Uh-huh. Well, we think about what? A story about what? Uh, just a little uh, event, an incident, an incident that maybe took place in the last 24 hours. <laughs> oh, yeah, you should. <laughs> all right, good. Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. definitely. Love you. Love you. <laughs> Oh yeah, quick. That's hang, it. hang up for she. Yeah, yeah, hang it up. She had it on speaker, so the other this is everyone knows. <laughs> well, um, we'll just give the whole thing now. Yeah. No editing. And I do have one question. Okay. And I'll just ask it, and then you can weave it in. Sure. Where was the baby? The, okay, so I've told three people because I know the today. baby sleeps with you. She does. So I didn't sleep well. At all last night. I'm not. Right. I'm, I'm. I'm off drinking right now. I tried to take some melatonin, but I actually think the melatonin made it worse. I don't. I, don't, I did. I should look into that. But um, anywho, woke up really early, and had, when I have no like when I can't sleep, and then I kind of get into like that weird area where it was like it was like tw- I remember looking now. It was like twelve forty. Mm-hmm. I'd been asleep for like an hour. Yeah. Didn't really get back to any kind of real sleep for four hours. Mm. Again, that kind of in and out, don't know what's sleep, don't know what's dream. No, I'm constantly flipping and turning. This is a lot about the laugh man. But when that happens and I finally get into some kind of deep sleep around four, it's like a very weird sleep, like where I'm having these incredibly lucid dreams mm. that are all over the place. In fact, I've tried to remember all day today what this dream was about, but it was like and my, my, my subconscious was telling me there's this huge movie that everyone's looking forward to seeing come out, and it's supposed to be freaky. Maybe it was all a precursor to this bullshit. <laughs> but it was supposed to be creepy and crazy, and I was, like, in the dream. I was in the film, and then I wake up, and I go back, and I have some wicked awesome sex dreams. Mm. Just It's just how these things work when I'm not... Yeah. Stone, well, like stone cold so Yeah, well, stone cold sober, which is <laughs> what happens to me when I can't sleep. Mm. So I woke up with a little laughing man, just yeah, you know. But I hadn't taken a shower b- I'm, before I went to bed. I'm surprised when I don't wake up. With no, they're action. always there, but there's some days where it's like there are some days where it's yeah, there are some days where it's like I could break. Uh, I, could, I can't roll over. I could break boards with this thing. <laughs> like, like you take me to a karate champ you know, competition now, I will break some concrete bricks. And then there are other mornings where it's like, this will be gone in yeah. 45 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't the 45 second one. Right. So I, I felt like I needed to, uh, I wanted to take a shower for one, you know? Yeah. To be courteous before I asked. Mm. So, and she was like, oh, come on. I was like, no, trust me. <laughs> That's some, eh, you don't want to do that. <laughs> 
Is your dick dirty? No, just I pooped several times in the night. Out of your penis? No, but that's <laughs> close enough. It's, you know. There's enough distance there. I don't think so. I try to be courteous. <laughs> um, anywho. We should develop a product, kind of like a shower cap, <laughs> that you just put around your dick and balls for diarrhea to keep, to keep it away. That's kind of what it is. We'll, it, we'll work on a name later. Yeah. But um, <laughs> anywho, that's a great idea. It's such a good idea. <laughs> just picture the Red Hot Chili Peppers cock sock episode, you know, performance. Brent, this is this movie. <laughs> this like, I just told you he's killed so many people with so many different murder weapons. Now he just took his boot heel and yeah. smashed the guy's face off. He's big. He's a big fella. I was oh. going to tell you to check out the movie Green Room because it's on Amazon Prime for free and it's an awesome horror movie that's not a traditional horror movie. I'm going to just get my story before. But it's, it's brutal too. I can't so take maybe, any more of this. Maybe you don't watch it. Um, so I went and took a shower and she said, leave it on. And it would turn into, oh, hello. Turned into a whole morning thing where some, we took a shower and the baby morning. was in there because she likes to sit and play and she's got these little toys that have suction cups you can just put so she can just play with them and they don't move around so it gives us a sense. So and you're then, both in the shower? Yeah. Okay. Because she's right there with us. Yeah. And um, we, we get out and I'm not a big, this is like a whole other thing. I'm not a big in the shower guy. It's too much work. It's a lot of work. <laughs> And you're kind of restricted as to what you... I mean, there, if it's you're narrow. Evan Stone, there's probably a lot you can do. Yeah. But I'm not huge and muscular. Yeah, if you're Evan Stone and you're partnered with a 19-year-old that's 5'2 and weighs, you know, 97 pounds... A, a Russian gymnast. You, you have... you. The shower may as well be a penthouse. Yeah. You have plenty of space to do your work. Um, yeah. Well... Oh, he hung up the smashed face guy. That's good. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> well, he's like a cat. You know, he's going to bring home his trophies. Oh, God. That was bad. That was the first <laughs> gag of the night. I didn't see. The arm bone just came shooting through. She's got no ass. Oh, boy. Okay, let's focus. <laughs> so we're both showered. There's there's our kid. Do you we get out, dry off. And then the question becomes, okay, where do we... Because it's all logistical now. Yeah. She she won't stay in a single space for too long before she gets ornery. Yeah. Do you uh, not have like a playpen you can just plop she her She doesn't down do playpens. The minute she hits one of those, it's like cry city. It's over. Like, mm. But we have the upstairs and she's built this awesome gate. So we started thinking, all right, well, let's go for the closet, which is an old standby when we have people over. I just want to be clear here. You woke up with, with the could break bricks at a karate competition mm -hmm. boner. Yeah. Showered. Yep. Maintained it the whole time. No, no. Okay, so that's kind of that's kind of dong. You gotta put to use now. No, I, I was okay. It was easily. Let's just say that when the time came, it wasn't an issue. Okay, but we go in the, we go in the in the and we close the bathroom door and we go into the closet. So she she's back to playing with her toys. This is where details don't necessarily have to be all that prevalent. But you're in the but closet. We, we start with a little the old Monica Lewinsky type stuff. Okay, cool, good, right? And then <clears> I was like, I. It was one of those things where it's like, all right, let's wrap that up. Let's just, you know, <laughs> as much as I'm enjoying this. <laughs> if I had my phone, this would be great, but I don't. And, you know. So it was. Any moment now, this is the part that no one else knows but you. And, and yeah, so I was like, you know, get on the floor. And I'm like, 
like yeah. right there, yeah. ready to, and we just hear the door just push open, and there's this little smile on Vivian. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. She's just looking at us. We're like, oh, man. Oh, geez. So we're like, what do we do now? Because now I'm like back to what I was. Yeah. And I'm like, shit. I was yeah. like, let's just go in the bedroom. Put her with her stack. Of, she's got They're a, not forming memories No, I know age. that. I, but I don't want her to see it. There's definitely an age where it's like she might. It's not going to. It's not like when they're newborns and you can put them in the little bassinet. And, yeah. And just do horrendous things. <laughs> this is different. So we were like. In got, the bed they share with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mommy can do. <laughs> I've thought about that before. It's like, all right, girls, I know you love to like wrestle in our bed, but today's not the day for that. Because we did some shit in here yesterday, and that's not a poo stain, but we're not gonna get into it. Let's just let's go wrestle somewhere else. Cause this is this needs to be off limits. Yeah. Well, put my shorts down. <laughs> Don't touch daddy's laundry. All right, let's go downstairs. Just upstairs is off. Tubby's first. Let's do. Let's all do tubbies. Sanitizer. Sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. So your parents are disgusting people. At this point, like I said, we were probably woken up at about seven. So now it's about seven thirty, maybe eight. I can't quite remember. So I was like, put her in her corner. She's got all her playthings, her little bed. She's got puzzles. She's got everything. Yeah. Here comes cold cuts to hear the end of the story. Oh, he was there for it. He was. Actually, <laughs> he's seen some shit. It's different when it's in front of the dog. So, monsters not only seen some shit, he like he like hangs around. <laughs> it's like a smell. One hundred percent. He's like, ooh, ooh, ooh! I, w- I want to get in for seconds. It's like you weird perv. Yeah. Go away. Go away. You imagine if like dogs. It's kind of like any animated movie you see where instead of being all cute, like that Life of Dogs movie that they had with Louis C.K. Yeah. yeah. And like if the dogs were being like real yeah. and they were left alone and were able to talk oh to each God, other. Has your owner ever gone like two days without washing your vagina? <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> oh, you just nuzzle in there. Look, last night, I know they, I've, doggy style seems cool because they named it after us. Mm-hmm. But like, this looked different. Like he was in, and all of a sudden she like shit. He didn't eat it or anything. He just kind of like, like, just walked away, and then laughed and called his friends. Wait, you don't think they put it in the butthole, dude? <laughs> Why would you do that? I don't know, but I, I mean, you did put it in mine last week. <laughs> That's different. That's a dominance thing. That's dominance. That's totally different. That's like jail. It's totally different. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Um, so V catches you. Yeah. So we, I you said switch. You switch locations. Best, I just feel kind of awkward. We, you know, you know, that's fine. I need to grab a new beer. Yeah. Let's take a quick break. Oh. All right. By the way, I really gave up a prized half of a wrap there just so I didn't have to have her down here for ten minutes. <laughs> I'm while, so while sorry. While she did a chicken pot pie. Not to be sorry. I'm just saying that's how much I was looking forward to eating that wrap. Uh, <laughs> I noticed, but I, wanted to I noticed you still have the cherry pie in there from last week. Yeah. Is it still good? Yeah. It's uncovered, just open air in the it's fridge. Fine. We throw it in the um, in the in the regular old um, um, cast iron mm. skillet and just I'm let just, it. I'm very particular about covering things when I put them in the fridge. Well, you do you, bud. So I just I don't I don't know. Don't worry about it. So you've transitioned out of the closet. Yeah. So she asked, "What do you want to do?" And I think there was it was a two part question. Like, you think we can do this? 
Mm-hmm. And if so, how do you want to do this? And I was like, thinking about doing this is not an option. Yeah. That's out. Yeah. So one way or another, this is happening. Even so if I, it comes to an old-fashioned. <laughs> so I just said, um, let's just put her in her little tiny corner with all her books, all her toys, all her little play things. See how that goes. Let's build a, a wall of books around her <laughs> that she can't escape. She yeah. is Mexico and yeah. we are America. <laughs> build that wall. Yeah. So we put her over there and we kind of gauge it for a minute and then we go back to bed and start kind of the same script we had before. And then I was yeah. like I said, that script was like, okay, you didn't. And I just, you know, she's like, what do you want to do? Like, just bend over. <laughs> Because it was all fun. It was all game. It was no yeah. games now. This yeah. is all business. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I was, it's like I told you via text, I was, I was, I was getting it. Yeah. And then I just hear, uh, clip, 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 clip. And I look over. That's my mom. <laughs> just standing there. And she, well, it was like she wasn't, it was like she was coming up the stairs, but she hadn't really thought to even look. Right. She was still looking down. Well, and so for I, those who don't know, you don't have a door to your no, bedroom. No, it's like a loft up there. It's your, like a big, giant loft. Your, your bedroom is like a separate loft, so it's separate from the main level. Yeah. But it's only it's just accessible by two half flights of stairs. Yeah. There's no doorway, but it's not like open air where you can see it from the main level. No, no. You have to go up a half flight and then turn and go up two, another, another half it's, flight. It's really three half flights of stairs, but yeah. So, like, if someone wants to go to your bedroom, it's basically the same footprint as the main level yeah it's just a massive open yeah big 35 foot loft and so anybody could walk into your bedroom there's no door to knock on there's no you know there's a there's an element of privacy that's certainly lacking there yeah and so your mom just (laughs) trotted on up the stairs she trotted up and and the saving grace in all this was they had just uh day before installed a, a brand new baby gate and all these things that were lining and so she was focused on going for the door and the other good bit for for personally for me is that the sheets had kind of all convoluted into kind of a shield in of themselves yeah. the pillows and everything but it was there was I mean I was just me <laughs> just in a position where it was clearly nothing else was going on and she's she just goes oh and just darts downstairs right <laughs> and I just was it uh, just yeah you know oh no no don't worry <laughs> because Lee, Lee was like let's just do this and I was like yeah so we did it, Put it in my but mind. the whole time it was one of those awkward <laughs> things because Leah was like giggling the whole the rest of the time. She was just giggling, yeah. and then the part that I told you that was the worst part yeah. was I was like, I don't even want to go downstairs. I think I'm just going. Leah was like, well, I'm just going to go back to bed. I'm just going to live up here from now on. Yeah, I'm just going to live up here till Sunday. Uh, <laughs> but I go back down, and I figured, you know, the smart thing for anyone to do in that situation is just no, you don't address it. Mm. You just uh, it's yeah. it's happened. We don't need to. Do a, you know, blow by blow. Hey, how you doing? How's that? The uh, weather is something today. Oh, have some eggs? Hold can on. I, can I interest you in some coffee and a condom? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> coffee? Coffee and condom? Yeah. Do you need some lubricant? <laughs> some, some syrup for your pancakes? Fuck. <laughs> but the, the worst part is, you know, first thing she Wait, says. Will you pass me that blowjob? Fuck. <laughs> She says, when I come down the door, she's like, hey, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. I hope you got to finish, though. I was like, ah! Ah! 
Now, the, that's, that's what you embrace I, if, and you if, say, oh, yeah. I no, I know. I know. Tit for, tit for tat is what I should have done there. If, you, if you're going to do that, I yeah. should have come back just as hard and said, oh, filled her up. You know, like. <laughs> All of it. Just come back and be she's like, she's going to be carrying that good, around till. <laughs> good thing she's got that IUD. <laughs> because let me tell you, yeah. that was a baby maker. <laughs> it's um, like that famous Patton Oswald story where he he talks about how he hooked up with some girl after a show, and she was like, like you have to come with me to the <laughs> to the. Uh, what do you call it? The the drugstore right now to get the plan B pill because you just came in my brain. <laughs> it's funny to think Patton Oswald coming in anyone's brain, but uh, well, the guy, you know, he, he, he's no, I know. I'm just saying it's kind of there's a, more titties. I forgot about that. But yeah, I was and it. I told I have some some best friends at work and they were like, you OK? Because it was definitely one of those things where I was in, it took me an hour to get to work. Today. Traffic was horrible. Yeah. So I didn't have any like easy drives. It made me be able to not remember what just happened. And I walked in and this girl is kind of like my, I mean, some people use the term work wife. She's just like my sister kind of thing. Mm. We've known each other and she loves Leah and we, we all love her. And she's like, you okay? And I was like, you know, um, cause it was a crowded office. <laughs> so I was like, I, you know, um, I'll slack you, which is like one of these little work text things that exists Yeah, where you can have interdepartmental, Conversations with a big group or an individual person. So I slacked her and I was like, eh, just my mother walked in on me and Leah had sex. And she's like, oh no. And to your point, the very first question, what position? Yeah. And I was like, do you want to know this? She's like, yeah, yeah, of course. It makes it better. Yeah. It makes the whole story and, uh, better. Yeah, she, she's just one of those girls that I can have those kind of conversations. I always tell Leah, she came up to me a couple weeks ago. This is kind of one of those weird things that only you don't anticipate as an adult, a married adult at that with it. That you can have these types. She walked up and she's, "Hey, your friend Mike's still single?" And I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "Like, can we just have a dinner? Because I just kind of want to start having a conversation because I really want to fuck." And I was like, <laughs> "Just in general?" And she's like, "Yeah, definitely in general." And I'm definitely not looking for no relationship, but he's yeah. just really cute, and I figured maybe we can just fuck. And yeah. so I, Mike's not that kind of guy. I told Leah, I was like, "I'm gonna ask him, but he's one of these guys that wants to be like, let's have dinner, mm-hmm. let's like get to know each other." And I was like. I want it to be successful for this other person. Hey, uh, there, uh, Sam Walton, uh, or or what's the what's the Walt? Like that's what comes to mind. Like, hey, just just put the brakes on that. The founder of Walmart? No, I the wrong name came out of my mouth. Clearly, <laughs> you want the no no I'm gonna, <laughs> it's gonna stay in. But if that's me, if I'm you, and that's my like, hey, let's put the brakes on your traditionalism. There's an attractive chick that wants to plow. Are you in or are you out? Yeah. Well, that's true, but I had to tell him, I was like, so this person who you've met before mm. and thought was cute thinks you're really cute, but she also just kind of wants to just fuck. And I know that's like, you know, you don't. And he was like, yeah, man, can we just hang out first? And I was like, that, that, look, I'm just trying to make the introduction. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she. I told her about it. She was immediate, f- f- just like you. What position? <laughs> I was like, doggy style. I think I, because of the office, I said, what the canines do. <laughs> She was like, that makes sense. I would, I kind of would have pictured that. You don't have many options. In the you know. early morning, like if you haven't brushed your teeth, that's kind of the go-to. Yeah. But I had. We had yeah. brushed and done all the things. I was just, that was just the mood I was in. There, well, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to tell that story. <laughs> so you get mine, but I don't get... I hear you. You want to call... <laughs> let's call Kristen. We can call her. She hasn't been she, called in a while. She, didn't she want to call? I don't know what we're going to talk to her about. I'll tell it. There was a time where we had planned... 
we were both exhausted, so it's like we'll take care of this. Let's in the get it on the story. Let's have it. That'll probably make you feel better. All right, it's a vague story. Well, what I'll do is because she's going to hear it anyway. I'll, <clears throat> I'll recap the, quickly what this story was. Sure. And then I'll say Brent didn't want to say, say this story. Mine's not nearly as detailed, and it's pretty vague. She may not even remember it. Just the thing that you said just now made it come to mind. Mm. She may not answer. I don't even. She might even still be on the clock at work. Oh, who's got the kids? They're with my mother-in-law. Oh. Well. Reach Kristen Hickman. I'm unavailable oh, right oh. now. But- I'm going to consider that consent. Go ahead. <laughs> There's nothing to tell other than there, it was an evening. Kids are spending the night out. And it was like, this isn't happening tonight because we're both tired as shit. And we had been drinking. It's like, let's take care of this tomorrow. And I was like, fuck, if we take care of it tomorrow, we got to wake up, we got to clean up, we got to brush our teeth, get that morning breath out. You know, I don't want to deal with all that. And she's like, just put mints by the bed. <laughs> That'll solve it. <laughs> Altoids? So, yeah, we just put Altoids on my nightstand and woke up and was like, just eat a handful of these. It's good enough. And that was all it took. It's that was like, it. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's not perfect, but it works. That way, neither one of us has to leave this space and then come back to it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was in conjunction with the part I didn't tell you. Was it, It's been a weird two days with that because yesterday we have these uh, nice work bathrooms in our facility. And um, I'm typically, like most everyone else, very good at locking the door. Mm. It's not like something I forget, you know, but, um, well, that's bad. Ugh. Uh, I just forgot there was no one in the building at the time, so I didn't think anything of it. And then I heard the door open, so I came down and, or I jumped off the toilet to try to hit the lock button. Damn, come on. I'll do that. Leah. We're trying to be quiet. <laughs> Well, I'll do that. I was going to hit pause, but now it's it's too good not to. Let's just wait then. Let's just this is going to be the, called the dish segment of the show. <laughs> All right, I'll hit pause. I'll go faster. There's there's far too much detail. Uh, I don't remember where we left off, but I do. We we mentioned it near. Were you going to be- tell your story, or you already did? I already did. Yeah. We mentioned it near the beginning of the episode. The you know the segment ideas that we have, and. My segment idea, this was the scene that came to mind, by the way, when I was like, this movie's brutal because her best friend's just covered in like chocolate syrupy blood. Yeah. It's rough. I don't think she makes it. (laughs) (laughs) But I had the idea, Brian, who lives in Pensacola or Pensacola adjacent, came to the defense of Pensacola when you called it the most Florida of all the Florida cities. Well, let me stop you real quick. I'm Bro. I'm not basing that on any first person experience. Right, it's secondhand from Leah. It's from Leah who lived there for a couple years, and it, she was like, "This this place was like nothing." It was, I mean, she's lived in Texas, she's lived in Pensacola, she's lived in Georgia, but this was like, she flat out says this was just the worst thing you can imagine. It's now, funny. Brian's lived in all three states. Yeah, he lived in Georgia, then Texas, then Florida. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm just saying. I mean, and I have to look at it from the guys. Of where she was in her life at that time. Right. She was young and didn't want to leave Georgia. Now she's moving down to Pensacola and she's with these, like, you know, camouflage rednecks with dip spit and boots and, you know, beer drinking and just Florida living. Yeah. You know? 
So maybe there's a much more different experience for what Brian or what part of town he's in. Well, and he's in, he's like 45 minutes away from Pensacola. Right. So that being said. He came to the defense of Pensacola, which gave way to the idea for me to have a new segment on the show that we won't do every week. But we'll do, I, I say we'll maybe do the first one next week for episode 36, assuming he's callable. Um, and I want to call the segment Defending Florida with Fact Checker Hickman. <laughs> and so the idea will be you give the details of some ridiculous Florida story on this episode, and then he can do his own uh, prep. And next week when we call him, he can defend Florida based on whatever you say. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, do you want to do that now? Do you want to- we don't have to. I, I, I get the sense you're really zoned in on the gruesomeness of the scene right now. <sighs> it's just... I've come this far. I told you I didn't want to do this. Where it's not, I mean, it's not going to go on forever. It's only an hour and 40 minutes long. And we've done, I want to say an hour and 30 of the pod, but it's also played. So, well, I'll throw this one out there. I don't know if this one's fair in the, in the course of this and what we're trying to accomplish with this segment, but it is funny. <laughs> I well, think. you know, if it's a challenge, then, you know. <clears throat> He's got a challenge ahead. Uh, so it's from the Orlando Weekly. Uh, Florida man reported a dead body by carrying the skull into a Florida Publix and using it as a puppet. <laughs> <laughs> Shoppers at a Publix in Sebastian, Florida, which again, I, I don't know. Yeah, that might be all the way down. It near could the be tip. the Panhandle. It yeah. could be down near Miami. I don't know. Called nine one one Tuesday afternoon after spotting a homeless man carrying around an actual human skull. <laughs> he was using it as a puppet, puppet, said witness Nick Picarario. That's a weird name. It sounds like a Florida and it name. it smelled like death. <laughs> According to the Indian River County Sheriff's Office, the unidentified homeless man who was living in the woods across the street from the grocery store found the human remains in a secluded area away from the camps and decided to carry the skull into Publix to report the body. Ugh, that's gross. <laughs> All right, there you have it, fact checker Hickman. <laughs> Don't fact check the story. Just defend your new home state of Florida. We'll talk to you next week on episode 36. Before we go, I do want to know where the hell Sebastian, Florida is, just so we can have some context. Yeah. Well, just because Brian's near Pensacola, he is a Florida resident, and so he he, has to defend Florida. He must defend the state. Okay. So he, it's not, it's, it's, um, where is, Pensacola's in the panhandle, right? Yeah, it's 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 kind of one of the more western cities within the Panhandle. Well, this one's way. Yeah, I don't. I can't see where Pensacola is. I see Panama City Beach, Destin, Tallahassee. Is this is this story from the Panhandle? No, no. This one is uh, on the on the Atlantic coast, just <laughs> south of Melbourne, <laughs> north of Vero Beach, and south south of Palm Bay, Florida. Well, you know, if you're going to live in that state, you got to defend it regardless of how far yeah. away that city is. Now, that being said, I mean, I'm sure you've seen Georgia's stories. I mean, we yeah. we have our fair share, but we're not the ones that are trying to defend Georgia here. No. 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 <laughs> Kim for governor, number one. <laughs> boom, boom, click, clack. My shotgun goes boom. My truck goes vroom. My chainsaw goes vroom, vroom. It's my friend Vern. Say hi, Vern. Vern, Vern. You can have a back. You can have a Hiroshima in your own backyard. Hey, there was a there's an article today came across the old Newswire said that they have an audible 
or a, a secretly recorded, this is where it could be bullshit, but it's interesting, of Brian, supposedly Brian Kemp saying that he was afraid that people were actually going to vote. <laughs> That's a pretty interesting comment. I, yeah. Because he should be feared. Yeah. Like every Republican is saying like, oh man, if people actually vote. Yeah. And if we can't legally stop the like 50,000 voters here, 100,000 voters here with some weird law that says everything has to be exactly the same, all yeah. that bullshit. But well, yeah. somebody on my Facebook thread posted this thing the other day. It was sort of, it was comical in a sense, but it was like picture every stereotypical white Republican voter, whether that's a young person or an elderly person and every age in between from every region of the world, like, or not the world, but every region of the country, <laughs> hopefully, well, you know, Russians are voting, but that's a whole separate yeah, topic. Yeah, yeah. But just picture, picture, you know, your top five Republican voter stereotypes. And the video was, I'm going to vote in November, are you? And it, like, it, they just kept posing that question over and over again. And it's like, you know, it may as well be a Klansman. And it's like, well, fuck, now I guess, now I am. <laughs> if for no other reason than to just counterbalance yours. <laughs> but then that same person today posted statistics for when Democrat voters turn out, Democrats win. Like the percentages prove, like going all the way back to how, however many, you know, votes ago, when people turn out, Democrats win. When people don't turn out, Republicans win. Yeah. So it's like you have to go vote if you care about any of the things that you think are being stamped on or squandered by the current status quo. Don't want to go. We did this last week, but I do want to say one of my big things, like even if I was un, un, un uh, I really don't care about any of the candidates. Yeah. But like the commercials are just so bad on both sides. Yeah. But the one I hate the most is the one where it's his Brian Kemp's wife. Have you seen this one? No. She's like, you'll get, I'll, I'll, re, I'll basically I'll surmise this commercial, right? It's not one of those really nasty political ones where they're like, Stacey Abrams voted for sex offenders. Stacey Abrams Brian, loves pedophiles. Brian Kemp let somebody diddle a woman at a massage parlor. That, not those. I'm yeah. talking about this is one where his wife's sitting on a kitchen table. Could be anybody's fucking kitchen table, but she's sitting <laughs> at a kitchen table. And she was saying, my husband, Brian, is running for governor of this state. I've known Brian for 30 years. Brian. Brian. Like she's doing a ham. Brian. <laughs> I, it drives me insane. Leah said the same thing. She was like, I can't stand the way she says Brian. It's Brian. <laughs> Brian Kim. I've known Brian for 35 years, and he's too honest for his own good, actually. <laughs> Brian Kent would make for a great governor. Yeah, I'm sure he would. Brian reads me my Bible every night as I fall asleep, <laughs> and we've only had sex the two times that we made children. Oh, hell no. Our those, last... those kids have definitely walked in on Brian. <laughs> Brian Kemp. Brian Kemp is in there some weird leather shit. I don't know. I don't. Th I think he's probably a missionary-only guy, but I... I <laughs> You never can tell. I would, I would love to be a. I've often thought like. No, he looks like an extra. Don't from you think? Like when I saw master. the movie Hackers in 1995, mm -hmm. which is a film we could probably do because it's a ridiculous film, but it has Angelina Jolie, Young, which is a great film. Yeah. With her. When own I boots. saw that movie, I thought like, man, hackers are real. Even though you watch it now, you're like, that shit's ridiculous. But hackers yeah. are real, and they wear pink fur. Apparently, a lot of weird shit. A lot of spandex. Apparently. Yeah, uh, but yeah, they dress like extras from hackers, the Fifth Element. Hackers exist. They live in this dark element of the internet. They disrupt 
bank accounts. I mean, we've seen the one that was the malware that caused like all this serious shit. But like, don't you think they would be more actively finding some of the dirt, or is the or are our databases? Yeah. Well, it's like for all the big bad. I'm ba- talking about on both sides. Like, right, I would no, yeah. love to find out. Like, can you imagine a video? They're like. TMZ just confirmed Bernie Sanders getting a Hummer in a Prius, <laughs> you know, outside of a campaign rally in Boston. From an illegal immigrant. <laughs> it's got it all. Yeah. Mexican nanny, totally legal, no papers, blowing Bernie Sanders. He doesn't even pay her a minimum wage. <laughs> <laughs> and he's raving about how much he loves capitalism. It's all a lie. No, well, to your point, like, regardless of who they attack, for all the big badassery that groups like Anonymous claim, it's like, if you have this dirt that you claim to have on whoever, fucking show it. Yeah. And if you're not gonna, then then go back to watching V for Vendetta on repeat, because we're not interested in whatever you have to say. You know, it's funny, because I love that film, but I can't watch it anymore, because I'm like, I don't want it to ever get to that. (laughs) <laughs> I don't want it to ever eat like that. I can't watch it because of just how irritating people who embrace it and try and apply it to modern day life are. Yeah, which is a struggle for me as well. Because the anonymous movie, people use that face. Yeah, it's they like, do. Well, congratulations. What what have you done other than expose bank records for a fucking state representative in fucking Oregon? Like, great, you did some shit. Like, if, if you have dirt on Julian Assange, if you have dirt... If you have PP tapes with Trump, if you have dirt on Clinton, expose like really truth to power. Like put the shit out there. Like let the people know. The problem nowadays is is even if they did have like concrete video evidence of, you know, Trump peeing on an underage Russian prostitute, it would only take, you know, 18 hours for Sean Hannity to spin it as an act of patriotism. <laughs> well, it's like the one I saw the other day. These his biggest supporters. The within you know, within Congress, I I know there's a line. I think I think there's a line. I shouldn't say I know. Yeah. But like one of the more of all the stuff he said, the one that was like came out recently, I was like, that's not news. Where he called Stormy Daniels horse face. I mean, she's not ugly, but she's not far off from being no, moderate I've, horse face. But like that's not news, you know. Yeah. But no, in the history of in the history of my interest in porn, Stormy Daniels was never high on the list. I don't think I've seen but one, and that was only after I found out that she had banged Donald Trump. And she has bad fake boobs that are, that are lopsided. Yeah, like if you're gonna spend money it, the on nipples your tits, that go hard left yeah, and right. If yeah. you're gonna spend money on new tits, make sure they look good when you leave. Yeah. Well. Uh, <laughs> Title of the yeah, episode. Yeah, well, so well, they go on, the, you know, they do the rounds on Fox News, and I, I tend to watch just to see. It's some kind of morbid curiosity for me. But there's one of these guys that's been one of these senators that's just been on, I can't, I don't know the name, you'd know the face. And he's like, he's definitely from the South, so it should trim it down. I'll find out. He's like, well, I think we've all called somebody horse face from time to time in our life. <laughs> Like, that's not, why is that? Like, and they do this all the time. He yeah. says something like, well, I think we've all, you know, called Everybody's a paid on a hooker one, every, one or two times. <laughs> I was going to say, that's what I was building up to. You stole it from me. <laughs> well, I think, I mean, I remember a time in my life where I paid on several Russian underage hookers. There's been a time or two where I said, please, ma'am, take a dump on my chest. And then, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a bit of time. That's not uncommon. 
That's not a it's maybe not it's a, up common there with with them Yankees in the north down here. We pissing shit on each other all the time during sex. I don't see what the big deal is. I need to say whatever I need to say to make sure I keep my seat in November. Yeah. So if y'all want me to pee on someone or shit on I've someone. I've never personally peed or shit on anyone. If you want me to grab your firstborn by the pussy, yeah. I will. Just please tell me what to do so that I don't have to join the working force again and be subjected to America's shitty healthcare system. Yeah. <laughs> Quickly, is, is she just in here by herself squealing like this, or is, is Michael in there? Um, Why is he like Wolverine now? Well, I told you, he's got the he's got the beard and the... I don't know. I don't know what's going on. So he can't see that she's being held down by his younger version of Michael. The uh, mom is clearly not visible either, but Michael's in there. Now he's having doubts about this? Uh, Michael is in there, and Laurie Strode is in there, and she is... It's all that shit that you were just seeing was in her mind. It wasn't actually being done to her, and he's trying to snap her out of it. And mm. Michael maybe kills him. I don't know. Uh, I would say he's already done it. Well, well, he's definitely gonna, no doubt now. Yeah, he's definitely dead now. Can you imagine? Uh, just a, a tra- knife going into you. Just all of it. Yeah, like I told you the story well, you about the that guy. The, have you seen the movie The Strangers? I don't want to. No, I haven't. But. It's like that story I told you about the guy that came home from Iraq and then stabbed that dude like 60 times. Well, in the movie The Strangers, it's Liv Tyler and some other dude. I can't remember his name. And they like, it's their honeymoon and they check into like this, what's essentially an Airbnb. It's not a cabin, but it's a house that's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And while they're there just like enjoying their first night in the house, they start noticing that there's there's these people outside kind of stalking the house. And they keep getting closer and closer and they're getting freaked out. And eventually they come in and then they have to try and flee them because it's two women and a man that are carrying knives and they're obviously there to do some damage. And the movie ends with them both getting knocked out and waking up being tied back to back. And these people just stick knives in them slowly. And it's... That's how it ends? Yeah. It's not as brutal as this movie, but it's the first time where I was like... Oh, God, I've never thought about how terrible it would be to have a big knife go into you. But watching this happen as slowly as they're doing it, it's not as slow as the Saving Private Ryan scene where the dude gets the knife slowly plunged into his chest. But it's it's uh, it's what is is she doing? Slow enough to where it's like, I don't I don't know. What did she do? She stabbed him in the neck. No, he was saying, I love you, brother. Like she's having this moment with this dude that's caused her total shit. And then he raised the knife. And he gave out. Mm. But did he? But now she's going to turn into him. Maybe that's what they're alluding to. It looks like something's definitely been stuck in his neck. Well, he got shot in the throat by her dad. Or her mm. stepdad? No, he got shot in the throat by Brad Dourif, who's the sheriff. Sheriff, yeah. Who's the dad of her friend who died in that bathroom earlier. Yeah, okay. So now I guess she's finally decided she is going to end it. Yeah, but the thing about Michael Myers... You don't end it. It's never over. You could stab him over and over again. You could cut his head off. He's still going to come back. It's like Jason. This is the kind of trope I never was. That's why I never was able to get into. Also, I'll be honest with you. The the people, and this is not an indictment of, of you or Kristen, but like there's there's a separate level of horror enthusiasts. Yeah. That they go is, to the conventions. It's chilling to me. And I'll give you an example. There's a guy I knew for some years. <laughs> And 
you'll like the kind of the uh, <laughs> the dichotomy of this person. He his walls of his bedroom when he lived with a buddy of mine, uh, he had painted them black, which is a weird end of itself, and everything else was like red doors. Mm. But you could barely see wallpaper or paint because it was just. Ro- Did she put the mask on? I don't know. I she put looking. the mask on. So it is like a becoming. Okay. Maybe. Anywho, it was VHS tapes, DVDs, and when I say there wasn't space, it ran from wall to wall, mm-hmm. all four walls, and three and a quarter of the walls were some of these horror films that only you would know some of them. I honestly feel like you would be like, I don't know what the fuck that is. Like there was some. <laughs> this looks homemade. That, yeah, I was like, that looks. There's Japanese titles. There's yeah. Italian titles. There were some like Icelandic looking Finnish like languages. Yeah, all of them are blood splattered. All of them have this horrible, creepy shit. Uh, that's where she should have been from the whole time. Yeah. Uh, and then, so like I said, so and then of course your classic American horror films. I, I recognize some of them. You know, I saw Pinhead in there. I saw the Freddies, the Jasons, and all the the Mike Myers. And but like for it to be in t- almost the entirety of this amazing movie collection, mm-hmm. and then the last half of the wall. Like the third, fourth wall was still more half horror. The bottom half to the floor. I want you to get this image. I'm not talking about it's like he has shelves. Yeah. There are shelves, but it's like floor to ceiling. Mm-hmm. All four walls are VHSs and DVDs. Sounds, this guy sounds like a real nerd. He was the worst. <laughs> I don't, never knew why they let him move in. Oh, yeah. But uh, she, or he, uh, the, the last half of the fourth wall was every single Girls Gone Wild. <laughs> ever made <laughs> and I remember when I saw that I was like this dude is killing somebody if he doesn't find someone fast yeah. like someone that's into the same shit you know yeah. all of that like if this guy if this guy already isn't wearing combat <laughs> boots with jean shorts he will be soon yeah it's I've been to enough horror things in the city of Atlanta the zombie walk the um, the horror the Haunted House that the Masquerade used to do when it was still on North Avenue. Like, there's some serious horror genre. Oh, that's unfortunate. Mm. Weinstein. Both of them. Probably shouldn't have watched this. Yeah, feel pretty bad now. <laughs> he probably diddled half the women in the den. Well, they were naked. <sighs> not to change it on you, but you see where those charges are getting flimsy? <laughs> he, no. might not, he might not ever see the inside of a jail, so. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. No, but you go to any horror event in the city of Atlanta, at least, and you see the diehard dudes like that. It's like it's like they have a uniform, tattered black T-shirt with an old, with like a bad screen print of the creature from the Black Lagoon, cut off jean shorts and combat boots. It's like, dude, it's fucking December. You can wear whole pants. It's like, yeah. no, I need the boots and the shorts is my look. And I I smell like cheap latex everywhere I go because I make horror masks in my spare time. It's like, you may be intimidating to, you know, your average, you know, uh, 50, 60-year-old who took pride in voting for Reagan back in the 1980s. But to me, you're just a nerd in black clothes. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a level, it's like... If you get to there, yeah, I do wonder, like, at what point does that does your 
your deep dive into that kind of dark, dark fantasy, mm-hmm. where if you don't get the bloodshed, if you don't get the naked girl running in the dark, being chased by a mount, mounted man with mm. a huge beard or whatever the, and then sometimes they get more, you know, psychologically thrilling, and sometimes they're like Hellraiser, where you're like, what is this? You yeah. know, but like, how deep do you go before? Well, how rough is that first date? It's like I've never done a first a one night stand before. Like, well, uh, I'm gonna need you to put electrical tape over your nipples, <laughs> and I'm gonna need you to roll around in this dirt real quick. <laughs> I need you to look like a cross between a bondage enthusiast and a murder victim. Yeah, and then I might get an erection. <laughs> Once we put on guar, I'll definitely get hard, but I only do anal. I hope you fasted. <laughs> Which, judging by the dinner you ate, this could get problematic. Um, I'm going to call an Uber. <laughs> this no, don't worry, I have a van. <laughs> or I have a black van that I spray painted myself. <laughs> Let me just put on my boots real quick. With the shorts? Well, yeah. They're camouflage. Are you wearing gloves? <laughs> I'm just curious, do you have pants that go past the knee? No, I have my black denim, my blue denim. Do you always have a chain on the wallet? And my camo. And I and and they stop at the knee. And uh, I actually don't like Pantera anymore. The eight tracks just stuck in my van. <laughs> so we're gonna listen to that. <laughs> That's good. Is that a flip phone? Jesus Christ. I don't even wanna get a razor? I don't even wanna leave now because you're creeping me out. You're just trapped in the past. <laughs> Hey, Uncle Buck's on TV. It's, I could have really done... I, I want to do a, at least another 15. I could have done with 15 minutes Uncle Buck, but sadly, it's the very last scene. Oh, it's a good palate cleanser, though. The, the I, I have to tell you, I am plum tickled to be out of Halloween, <laughs> to be out of October. I think like there's... Well, just wait till next month where we watch Hostiles and Last of the Mohicans and you can see... Is that the, just because the Indians? The white man's brutality oh, of, uh, of Americans. I think I've already told Native you the story Americans. about when, one of me and Leah's first dates. I, we watched Dancing with Wolves, but I didn't know it was the well, uncut yeah, and version. She, and she bailed. Yeah, but... And got lost in another town. Rightfully so. I yeah. went back and looked at the running time. It's six and a half hours. <laughs> I think maybe subconsciously I was like, yeah, let's do a six and a half hour snuggle. <laughs> <laughs> knowing full well that it was yeah. a totally unedited version. But she's like, hey, I, I have to go. I really thought I had put a real chink in the armor with that. She's like, I, 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 like, I really have to go. Well, I got, I got here at, at 4.30 and it's, it's 8.30 and the movie says it's only halfway. <laughs> I want to talk about this on the pod because I learned about it today and I texted you about uh, yeah. it. You really are It blew my mind. I'm not going to go into the origin story of how I learned about it. But I learned that women with fake breasts, if you, it doesn't have to be a high powered flashlight. It can be just a standard flashlight. I even saw a Google image where somebody did it with the flashlight on their iPhone. Mm. If you hold a flashlight directly on, like make contact with a fake tit and sort of point it out, not into the body, but away and turn the lights off. Because the skin on around the fake tit is stretched so tight, that fake boob will glow orange like a jack-o'-lantern in the dark. I have verified this. And you looked it up and saw, and it, it's something that never occurred to me as being possible. It's not something I, I, I wish I had seen. I would kind of <laughs> well, yeah, like to unsee it. It's veiny and the nipple stays dark. It's 
That's oh good, a Brian Kemp commercial. <laughs> good timing there. Well, he renewed a sexual abuser's license. Anyways, he yes, does, the, the, he, he does look like he could be like a an in like when you see still photos of him, you're like he does look like he could be an inmate. Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> he looks like your uncle Brian that was involved in dog fighting for several years, and then was like an early an early pioneer in the methamphetamine game back before it was like meth. You know, <laughs> he did he did eight, he did like a an eight month stint in a white collar yeah. prison, and then he got caught out for the dog fighting. Yeah, more or less this... Back I'll, to boobies. More or less, I'll say this amateur porn star with what some might say perfect boobs is constantly accused of having fake ones. And so to prove it in this video, she turned the lights off and held a light up to them and showed that you cannot see a glowing orb in my boob. These are my Speaking boobs. Speaking of which, the girl that you've discussed, you don't have to say the name. I, mean, I don't know why you wouldn't, but she's, she would be a great Ellie. For the for the porn parody. All right, well, we can get her. So, you well, know, you might not remember Ellie, but Ellie was the one that was like kind of the, for that time and period, the feminist in town that owned the own, her own soda and ice cream shop and mm. ran for city hall. And Andy gave her the, you don't, you, you, women don't need to do that. You like to cook and shop and clean. <laughs> it's actually a very progressive look. Yeah. What they were trying to say for the time, but uh, <laughs> she, she she this girl that you're you're mentioning, having seen her, would be. All right, well, we'll put her on the a back burner for Ellie. that. But she proved that her boobs were real by holding lights up to them. And I and I immediately thought, what does that prove? And then it was like a light bulb, like, oh, I'll bet women with silicone implants, because the skin is stretched so tight around them, if you hold a light up tight to it, I'll bet it glows. And sure enough, Google the words, fake boobs flashlight. Is it only silicone? You think if they do the saline now that looks more natural, is it... I don't know, just... Well, that's the thing. I didn't look up silicone. I looked up fake boobs. Mm. Fake boobs flashlight. And you will see all kinds of pictures. You know, we're always providing you top-notch <laughs> Google searches here women at TPTO. women with glowing orange veiny tits. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a real thing. I, and we both looked it up, and I was like, well, there you go. Now the age-old question can be answered. How can you tell if they're fake? Well, just ask her to turn the lights out and hold her flashlight up tight to it. <laughs> what a... To do this, what if you had to do this covertly? Like, you don't want to ask. They look really great. You don't want to piss her off. So it's it's like sounds like these lemon test. So there she is, tucked into bed. You're yeah. sneaking up with a mag light. Oh my god, why is my skin getting hot? What are you doing? Just looking at your boobs, babe. <laughs> I mean, it's not unlike if you held a flashlight up to that web that connects your thumb to your index finger. Yeah, you can see through it. You yeah. can see through it. It's glowing orange. It's thin skin. And the skin stretched around a fake boob, whether it's... Or an old person, or in general, on any part of their body. <laughs> yeah, just stretch their neck skin out and hold a flashlight up to it. It glows orange. Let's check that goiter. <laughs> You're good. So it's a thing, and anyone out there listening with fake boobs, if you've never tried this and you'd like to send us an email with a photo, oh. we'd love to see. Gosh, that would be exciting. We'll if we put have it, a listener with fake breasts who we'll, wants yeah, to... We'll blur your nipples out and we'll put it on our Instagram feed. Even better, put some uh, put some duct tape, roll in some dirt, then flash, <laughs> give us that... Sorry, electrical tape. Electrical it's tape. It's gotta be black. Sorry, yeah. Do the cross section, too. Yeah. Not just flat one way or another. Make it yeah. like a plus sign. Yeah, of course. Take the picture. That's a, that's a, Do you know anybody with fake boobs? Mm -hmm. Not my age. That's unfortunate. Like how much older or younger? I'm not going to say. Okay. 
<laughs> we I know I know somebody my age. I don't. The thing is, I could probably Actually, you know, ask her, but then Leah would probably be like, mm. "Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like racking my brain. Like, I think I know at least three, or maybe four women varying in age from 30s to upper 40s that do, in fact, have fake boobs. I don't know what kind, but and and I don't think any of them would be willing to participate in our little experiment. <laughs> that's the challenge." <laughs> Who do we know? That's, how, that's why we have to get to uh, more more than forty nine or whatever followers. Yeah, if we can get to a hundred thousand listeners, no problem. Somebody will come out of the woodwork. Or if Riley Reed would just follow and give us a recommendation. Her titties are definitely real. I just said give us a recommendation amongst her many friends. Sure. Uh, no. We could go. We just need Riley to. Well, Riley, you send us a photo test too. Prove, yeah. that, prove that those are real. We know as they're well. real. Just Riley, just just, send, <laughs> just follow back. Just follow back. BPH. I know you're hard at work. Oh, God, the, he's working so. Hard. I know you're hard at work on the podcast network, and in fact, he forwarded me their second email with follow up questions about we're whether definitely or not, not family friendly. We're definitely not. But BPH, in your off time when you're not working on things like the pod network, send Riley Reed some messages. She's got messages. He's got a lot of followers. I mean, he's got... BPH is like 1,300 followers. Yeah. Like, first of all, get your 1,300 Instagram followers onto our page. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, like instead we're, of just throwing our blind dicks out into space for pod networks, yeah. why don't you get some of those 1,300... Get all those groupies you met at whatever EDM festival you went to <laughs> that you know on Instagram now. Get those followers over to our page so our number can grow a bit. And then also... Everybody on Instagram has Messenger set up, and then Riley does, and I know this for a fact because she shares it in her stories. Send her messages, get her to follow the podcast. But first and foremost, keep working on the podcast. She just broke network. up with her boyfriend. Yeah, it's been a while, but yeah, she did. BPH is double double inducement to. Yeah, maybe she likes young guys from the south. You could get you could get to live in California and continue to be a podcast representative. <laughs> Just for now, get some of those 1300 over. Yeah, for now, well, first and foremost, stay on top of the podcast network. Then try and help us grow the listeners with your vast, you know, followers. And then direct message. And then direct direct message Riley Reed. Yeah. And maybe post Malone just And and then try and find somebody who I would say is maybe in their mid to late 20s who's willing to put a flashlight up against their <laughs> fake tit. <laughs> BPH is our go-to. Because I honestly feel like it's not that slim. I, I feel like everything that we've just put on him is well within his range. I don't think anything that we've just asked is is too... Like, like even him listening was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, uh, I, well uh, I know at least two chicks with fake tits. Probably. Okay, yeah, I can do that. Oh, fuck, I, I message Riley Reed all the time. <laughs> like... I don't feel like any. I'll just take the content from a little less creepy to just yeah, being more. I feel like anything that we've put on him now, it's just like, I don't need 10% for this. I do this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, BPH. He's doing, he's doing the Lord's work. Well, he's doing some work. He's doing good work. I, you know, I, I, I like our system. We come up with an idea, we put him on it, and then it ends up happening. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, when it we talked the other day, I was like, okay, I'm in. Just give it to BPH, because he seems to be getting results. He's doing good. I even said to him yesterday on the phone, I was like, at some point, like, once 
Like whatever happens with this network that's interested, like if, if we get on board, cool. If not, we'll just bail and dip to the next one. He said, but when we hit a lull and we're not doing anything, he said, I want you to follow up with the chick from Adam and Eve. I don't know if anybody's buying some dills yet. Like, wouldn't we, you've gotten a check? I'm sure no one's bought any dills yet. Nobody has emailed to ask where to send the check to. So I don't know if anybody's buying dills or not. And on really? that note, buy some dills. Buy some dills. <laughs> Like who? Look, I, for even oh, even for those of you who don't might not need a dill or want a dill or can use a dill, you can gag gift a dill. Every, yeah, everybody knows a bachelorette party coming up. Gag gift a dill. You know, I I might just gag go, on a dill. I'll be honest with you. I might just send. I might just mail a dill to a friend of mine. <laughs> just buy it with the TPTO just to see. You don't have to. You, you can get that Riley Reed flashlight. It does, you don't nah, have to. but I don't really want a flashlight personally. I really don't. That's not just for me saying it on the pod. I have no interest in a flashlight. That being said, I think it would be really funny to send like a really nice package yeah. and like maybe send it to myself so I can like wrap it, make it look really inane, really like, you know, like maybe even do some like, make it look like someone's shipping you a baby present, yeah. even though they don't have a kid. Yeah. And they'll be like, what is this? And then they'll open it up and it'll just have, it'll be a big th- a throbbing Black veiny dong. I'll have it inscribed from your friends at TPTO. It's not a bad idea. I might do it just to see where this if if someone's you know Dylan where's the where's it going to? Well, uh, I feel like we've got a decent episode here. Uh, just kind of keeping mental track of the time. Yeah, we can wrap it on this one. Ten four. Uh, episode thirty four. If anybody listened to the whole thing, was over three hours long. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that. I did. It's because we just wouldn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's like that fucking Finger Lakes commercial that had to be interrupted by the this bitch guy. <laughs> On that note, we talked about our characters earlier. Anybody out there is like, you left out my favorite character. <laughs> Email us or something. <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, and we alluded to it on 34. I don't know if we really, uh, really touched on it, but Matt in Perth, thanks for your email, mo- your most recent email. Uh, continue to send them, even though I don't always respond. You should send him that. You should text fashion. him that video you sent me today with the Australian ship falling off. The front of the ship just falls off. I'll send him that. I'll yeah. send and I'll I'll send him a link to the uh, New Zealand porno girl. Yeah, we were but, yeah, the, the porno girl we were just she's, discussing is she's right next door to them. She's right next door. She's she's an all she's yeah uh, she's an all black from New Zealand. Wow, she's she's an all skin tone really. She there's no there's yeah. no hair growing there. But. No, there's nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Matt, if you're uh, I'll, I'll put it this way, Matt, I'll send you the comedy video if you want to know more about the New Zealand cam girl. <laughs> Porn star, ask for it and then with I'll with verified it. natural yeah. breasts. Yeah, and you know, and if you don't want it emailed, uh, Laugh Man will text it to you. Yes, I, I will. And please, if there's a way, I mean, how, how can we get Jim, Jim Beam and Coke in a can here? Do you think? I, I mean, the phone call is so expensive. I can't even imagine what shipping a six pack of Jim Beam in a can if, would, would. I wonder if that's like a purely non-American thing, or if there's like a state. There has where, to be. Some kind of rule keeping that out of here. Yeah. Because think about it. This is Jim Beam and Coke in a can. Yeah. Ready to drink. That that would have been. Maybe we're just not seeing it. Maybe it's in state by state. Maybe Georgia has. Well, yeah, that might be it. something like that you can buy in New York or whatever. But you gotta you gotta know where to. It look would be for much it. cooler if it came from Australia. But 
All right, well, we can sort that out later. We still haven't tried um, Manhattan, Manhattan Special, special yet, yeah. which we could order if we put our minds to it. Yeah, we need to go to the bar anyway and take those pictures. All right. WFUCK! Bam! 97.5! <laughs> Weather and traffic coming up next. It's chilly out there for a fall fall time of year. <laughs> it's getting down in the 40s at night. How are you doing over there, Laugh Man? Are you cold? <laughs> oh, Laugh Man's freezing. Better watch out there, Laugh Man, or your mama will walk in on you have sex again. Oh, that's how you stay warm down here in the South. You have sex in the yeah, morning. Doggy style. <laughs> 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 Anyways, folks, uh, stay stay tuned. Up next, we got traffic, weather, and sports with uh, Skip and Ever. Until then, stay tuned for Drowning Pool. <laughs> you want to do this? It's Halloween. Let the bodies in the flow. No, I'm saying doggy style. <laughs> 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 doggy style. That's how you stay warm down here in the south. You have doggy style. <laughs> Gets down to 40 degrees, you gotta ramp that temperature up to 55. <laughs> Let the boy watch. <laughs>